Hello, everybody. We are back with the Between the Lines podcast. It has been a long time. Back here with co-host Aiden Sullivan. As always, Aiden, how are we doing? Not bad. Good to be back. It's good to be back. So we haven't recorded an episode in almost, what, seven months? We started, um, our last episode was, I think, beginning of March when college basketball was in full full swing. And we're psyched for March Madness to start and whatnot. I think that was our last yep, episode. Yep, right before March Madness. I remember it. Yeah, and we also I think we also recorded an MLB episode. I don't know if we ever released it. We released, like, very shortly before lockdown. We did, a, like, an MLB Futures and, like, MLB Futures episodes unreleased. Um, but I think that's the last thing we did. It was almost seven months ago. It's a long, long it's time. too long. It's been way too long. And now sports are pretty much all fully back in the swing of things. Um, we do have we have NFL. We have college, college football back for the most part, um, except for the Big Ten, which is coming back, I think, starting next week. And then um, the Macs coming back in, in college football and a couple other conferences in the Pac-12, I think. I can't remember the dates off the top of my head, but soon. Everything yeah, will be I know fully the big, back. Big Ten is starting next weekend, but I think I, – I know everything is in the month of October at least. So. Yeah. For the, I think the Pac-12 starts like really late, and then there's other conferences that start around that time. But, but yeah, I'm I'm excited. Everything's pretty much back full swing. So I didn't put a single bet in from probably mid mid March until whew, most of the summer. I didn't. I don't think I bet once. I, I didn't. I didn't get into the swing of you know like Korean baseball or Japanese baseball or any of that. I just just sat at home and. I'm just so bored. <laughs> it was such a boring like five six months period. But now the sports are fully back. Tough time for sports. We are back for sure. Really, really tough time. Really tough time for everybody. Uh, let's not understate that. But especially sports betters. Yeah, just not having anything to not even just bet on, but just watch. I don't know how we did it. We made it though. Let's get into it. All right, but let's. Yep, let's get into it. Uh, before we get into it, um, just some quick. Quick news that we have has come out the past couple of days with um with sports. So Le'Veon Bell just signed with the Chiefs. Is that, is that confirmed or is uh, that is it like just an expectation? I, I think it's like pretty much a done deal. I don't think it's like solidified yet, but I'm pretty sure that it's, it's about as done deal as it can get without saying it's a done deal. That is unbelievable. That offense is going to be. I mean, we'll see how Le'Veon is. Like, I don't know if he's going to be good on the. I mean, he's probably going to be good on the Chiefs as well. Like, I, I know he's. May, probably not the player he was like two, three years ago before he started his holdout on the Steelers. But wow, he fits into that offense so well. Anytime Mahomes is under a little bit of duress and has to check down, just throw the ball, let me on Bell, and he'll, he'll scamper off for like 5, 10, 15, 20 yard receptions. Like, like it's yeah. nothing. I mean, that's that just adds another weapon to already deadly offense. I mean, already, already. Stacked. I mean, even Clyde Edwards Hilaire has been. Uh, tremendous as a rookie I mean, he can catch balls out of the backfield too so uh this their offense is already a problem um it just got absolute just grabbed another big weapon absolute uh, adam schefter tweeted and out so 57 go. minutes ago saying that he is so he's signing a one-year deal with the kansas city Chiefs. so sounds like it's pretty much wow, done. that's insane that is insane. I thought the Pats were gonna get him. We're gonna get him. Yeah, I mean, I would have loved him. I mean, the Pats do have a, a bunch of running backs, but I don't think they have one as talented or as someone that can like be as dynamic as him. That's for sure. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Sonny Michelle is not. It's not that guy. He's not. Le'Veon Bell would definitely have been the best running back on that team. Definitely. 
and then also we have the MLB. Uh, we have NLCS and ALCS currently going on. I'm watching as we're recording. I'm watching the Astros. I know. I just saw Astros and Rays. Just tied it up. Tie game. I got money on the over nine and a half in this game. Probably not going to happen, barring a miracle. But runs right now. That's it's not going to happen. But um, I don't know. Hey, you never you, know, man. It's yeah, it goes I mean, to extras. Yeah, it goes to extras. Maybe a couple runs here and there at each team, and goes back and forth. You never know. It's it's not over, but. Um, I mean, I think the the Rays are going to win the series. I mean, the only team to ever come back from 3-0 was, of course, the 0-4 Red Sox against my Yankees. That's one of the worst experiences I remember as a sports fan, coming from a Yankees fan. Um, But I don't know what's going to – I don't know if you have any money on the games tomorrow. I mean, I don't even know if the the Rays are – the Rays-Astros are going to – there's going to be a game tomorrow. But um, do you have any money on the Dodgers game tonight or, or even tomorrow? Uh, I, I like the over today. I actually placed a bet on the over in the Dodgers game at um, nine and a half. Um, yep. I just think that Kershaw is just such an unknown in the playoffs. I mean, he. I know. I know that his stats aren't as like indicative of what he's been, but his his playoff numbers are not great. And then just adding in the back spasms that missed made them miss the last start. I don't know. I just I, he could be shaky. And then the Braves are just tossing in a. a a relief pitcher, so I, who knows how long he'll last. So, I mean, everybody saw likely what they saw is the Dodgers' bats woke up big time yesterday, dropping 15 runs was the final score. Yeah, I think it was I think it was 15 to 1 was the final score. I can't it's remember just, off the top of my head, but that, I know they scored 15. They scored 11 in the first inning. Yeah, so, I mean, I just think that – I think both teams are just – their offenses are just too good that I, I really like the over tonight at 9.5. Yeah, fair enough. We'll, we'll see. I, I agree with the, the analysis there. Clayton Kershaw is, is pretty shaky. I'm watching right now. He's just running out first. Nobody out. Um, we so go. we'll see. We will see. We'll, okay. Um, anyway, so yeah, I don't have anything on the games tomorrow. We'll, we will see. Um, and again, we will, Aiden and I, from our um, our account on Twitter, we're tweeting out if we have any plays, like especially coming up um, in baseball tomorrow, because we're going to see what the numbers are tomorrow for tomorrow's game, um, for at least one of the games. I did also just note that I did put in a, a future bet for the World Series. I thought that that was the best time to place it was for the when the Dodgers were down 0-2. Um, I put a bet on, and I believe it was at plus 260 to win the whole thing. I just I thought that they were that that was the best value at that time. I I still kind of like the Rays um, to win it all. I just think that they're the most complete team, but. There's just not much value there. I believe they're at like plus one thirty or one forty at one point. Yeah, so. I mean they're pretty much they're pretty much a lock to make the knock on wood. Pretty much a lock to make the World Series at this point, and they have by and far the the best pitching that there and there is in baseball. They're they're unbelievable. That that's the staff from Glass now to Snell to Charlie Morton to uh, and their bullpen is is absolutely dominant as well. And it's the, just that's crazy they what games. they've done. It's just crazy what they've done with with like very little to no payroll. I mean. These it's, players yeah, are not making anything. I believe I read something like earlier last year that I think that like the entire Rays team only makes up about like six player salaries on the Yankees. It was like Stanton, yeah, it was like Stanton, Judge, Cole, and someone else. I think it was Jacoby Ellsbury actually when he was still there. It was like <laughs> oh, that, that made Ellsbury. Up, that those contracts made up the entire Rays team, which is insane. 
I mean, it's like something. It's like straight out of Moneyball. Yeah. Everybody in their teams. Like, they don't even. They're not even. They're a middle of the pack team. Um, offensively, they don't hit the ball like all that well. Um, like you have guys that have broken out big time in the postseason for the Rays. Like Randy Orozarena. Like the dude is a god in the postseason right now. He's exactly. Batting, like, Some of these names you, people don't even know who they are. He's a, Randy Orozarena is a rookie. I know, no, but I'm saying like uh, some of the even like normal people in their met in their lineup, people don't really know. Like, um, like I, I mean, I've heard of Manuel Margot just because he he was like a Red Sox prospect, but besides that, like, there's not too many stud names in their lineup. No, there really aren't. There was Austin Meadows who came over in uh, a trade recently to the Rays, who's was supposed to be a big piece, but he's been in and out of the lineup with injuries. He actually wasn't even on the roster for the uh, ALDS, if I'm not mistaken. They, or, just, have, or they the, just have like or the six, car ground. all their their all their batters are like six four to six six white guys that like all look the exact same and they just yeah. like infield hits and short short hits and it's like they just it, it, they kind of remind me of the Royals from when they won yeah they they kind of they, they kind of got that like scrappy edge yeah like the, they don't the do as much as the, Royals they did. don't do as much as like the small ball but the, their pitching's lights out their their bullpen is lights out and then. They don't have like the – there's no person in their lineup that you're like, oh, boy, this guy's going to like hit a three-run homer off you. But they, they just chip away, slowly just chip away yeah. at you. I mean, the only the, literally the only guy that can do that now in the race is Randy Rosarena. He, he hit another home run tonight. Yeah, that guy's he's, he's been unbelievable. That guy's been unbelievable. But, okay, all right, enough of baseball for now. You want to start getting into some football? Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's do it. All right, college football coming up next on the Between the Lines podcast. This is Between the Lines, a sports gambling podcast. You can find all of our documented picks on our personal Twitter accounts, or you can follow our new podcast Twitter account. The handle is at BTLpod20. Again, that's at BTLpod20, and you'll find all of our documented picks there. All right, let's start Friday night. And we have in college football, Friday night, I believe there's only one game. It's SMU versus Tulane. There's actually two no, games. No, there's two games. There's yeah. two games. You're right. Oh, I, I'm sorry. There are two. There's SMU, Tulane, and BYU and Houston. So it's 6 o'clock. The first game is number 17, SMU, going on the road to play at Tulane. Now, all of my numbers that I'm getting for spreads and over-unders, I'm getting all of them from FanDuel Sportsbook. So I don't know. Aiden, let me know if you have a different number. But all the numbers are just from FanDuel. But for SMU, lane six and a half on the road. Going to Tulane, the over/under is sixty-four and a half points. Now, I don't even think I have to say much about this, but SMU—they are just a scoring machine. They have been for the past couple of years. They—they just—they score at will. It's all they do. It's all they do. So, as you have a play in this game, or I what? do. I—I actually—I I put a teaser in earlier today. Um, it's actually. Uh, another game I did a two-team teaser and the other game is actually on Saturday but um, I took a teaser on the over um, like you said it's at 64 and a half I got it down to 58 um, like you said SMU just they just put up so much points and in to be honest Tulane's not too shabby themselves I mean no, Tulane is a good team Tulane S- is a good team SMU averages 42 points per game which is insane in college football. I mean, I don't even think Clemson is doing that right now. But um, <laughs> Tulane, is, is their offense is just as powerful. I mean, they, they put up 37 points per game. So, I mean, just putting those two together, I know it's, that's not how it always works. But 
as soon as I saw that, I just I, I just think that both these offenses are too dynamic. I think this is going to be a, a shootout. I'm taking the points there. At over, I, I tease it down a little bit just to be a little safe uh, at to 58. Yeah, I like that. I mean, SMU could put up 58 themselves, honestly. Exactly. Like, they're just – they're unbelievable. I, I'm leaning big time. It's it's Oh, it's over nothing here. I don't have a, a official play in this game, but I'm leaning big time to the over 64 and a half. Like, there's, there's – you can't you can't take an under in an SMU game. No. You just cannot do it. And there, there's going to be points left and right in this game. So big. I lean six, over sixty four and a half, but um, no play for me. And of course, you have that that teaser about the over fifty and a half, over fifty eight in this game, and then another game Saturday. Yeah, I'll touch remember. upon that. When, uh, yeah, when we get to tomorrow's games. All right, or Saturday. Cool. And then the next game for Friday night, the second game is this is a good game too. Very low key, good game. This is at nine thirty. It's number fourteen BYU going on the road to play at Houston. And this is the biggest test BYU has had so far this year. Ranked 14 in the country. Houston, pretty damn good team. BYU is laying five and a half on the road. Over under is 62 and a half. What do you think, Karen? I don't know. I mean, like you said, this is the first, like, true big test for BYU. I know a lot of people were on Navy versus BYU the first night that um, because people were still kind of up in the air about BYU, but Man, I, I think they're legit. I, I really do. I think their defense is really, really, really good. Um, again, they, they haven't faced a team uh, quite as, like, with us, quite offensive firepower as, as Houston. Yeah, so I don't know. Um, I'm thinking – I lean under here. I agree with you. BYU has a great defense. So I lean under 62.5. I don't have an official play. Um, first real test for BYU this year, so to speak. I do, I do really like them, um, but I'm not, I'm not going to take it. It's a little bit square. Yeah, I mean, I kind of agree with you there too. I, I mean, BYU is only giving up 11 points per game um, through their first four, so I think their, I think their defense is, is really, really good. I, I, I don't hate the underplay, um, but if I was going to play, if I'm leaning anywhere, I, I take BYU. Um, I, I, like you said, they're 14th in the country. I, I think they have a legit chance to run the table if they, if they get by Houston, this, this type of team. So. I would lean. I would lean BYU in this one. Yeah, but I'm not, I'm not taking it. Uh, no. I think this could be a, a close game. This could be a, a field goal winner at the end, or yeah, just a, a close well. game, one score game. So I'm definitely staying away. But all right, let's move on to Saturday. So actually, have a lot of pretty good. Ga- we have a bunch of pretty good games um, Saturday for not having any Big Ten um, as of yet or Pac-12, which I, I dearly miss. I love those late night Pac-12 games. It's oh like, yeah, yeah. Late night, like Oregon, Washington, or games like, or even just like the degenerate special. You have Hawaii, who plays like 11 o'clock at night. Like, those those games games also always hit the over. Always, always. Those games are coming back soon. I want to say that the season over for Hawaii is sometime in November, but I I could be wrong. Don't remember off the top of my head. But all right, let's start from the top. Saturday, 12 o'clock noon. So we have number one Clemson going down the road to play at Georgia Tech. I don't have the line written down for this one, actually, but I imagine it's what, like a Clemson 27 and a half. Yeah, I mean, you, I'm staying, staying far, far away from that one. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. I, I, I think Georgia Tech's pretty good. Um, I think they're a little underrated there in the ACC. Um, they've, they've had a tough schedule so far, but one, one play that I'm looking at, I, I haven't locked it in, but I'm looking at is, is Clemson is minus 14 in the first half. Um, so if you look at oh. Clemson's last couple games, and it's actually at minus fourteen, and it's actually at plus a hundred. So I think that's some pretty good value there. But 
if you look at, at their first half in the last couple of games, they usually dominate in the first half and they kind of just take the foot off the gas in the second half. And that's when teams kind of creep in. Um, so I, I, I'm leaning that way right now at minus 14. Um, but it's, it's not a play. I'll tweet it out if I'm, if I'm going to be making that at a play. But that's something that I'm looking at right now. Yeah, I mean, it's, it seems like with every game uh, Clemson's played this year, if I'm not mistaken, almost every game, it's they go up. like they Sure, they haven't played anybody big. So I played Miami last week, had a good win against them. But um, they would score like – they'll score like 20 – they'll be up like 28 nothing in the, at the end of the first half or 35 nothing in the first half and then just won't try the second half of the game. Exactly. Um, so the, the first half plays. Well, I haven't looked at that, but that's that's an interesting play. I don't hate it, but I'm staying far away from this one. I'm just – I'm probably not, not, not going to lie. I'm probably not even going to watch the game. I don't know who's going to win. Maybe tune in for a few, but all right. Yeah. Let's move on. To, let's move on to the next one. Um, another ACC matchup. We got Pittsburgh going on the road to play at number thirteen Miami. So as I just touched upon, Miami set up a, a tough loss against you know number one team Clemson, uh, number one team in the country Clemson, um, and Miami. If I'm not mistaken, they're yep they're laying thirteen and a half at uh, playing at home versus Pittsburgh. Got anything on this one or what? Ah. I- I don't know here. I, I think 13 and a half is a lot of points. I mean, I, I, I think Miami's pretty good. They got the quarterback from Houston that transferred. Uh, I forget his first name and something King. Um, mm-hmm. He's, he's really dynamic. He kind of reminds me of, um, um, I'm drawing a blank on the Ravens quarterback right now. Uh, Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. He, he's got that kind of flair to his game. Um, but I, I think 13 and a half is a lot, especially for a, um, a division game. I, I, I kind of lean Pittsburgh plus 13 and a half. I know that they had that tough Pittsburgh loss, I believe in overtime to BC last week, but uh, that's, I, I'm staying away, but I, I lean Pittsburgh in this one. Yeah. I, it's too many points. Um, I, I'm, I agree. I'm staying away, but 13 and a half is a lot. I think Miami's a good team, but 13 and a half is a lot to lay, even at, at home for Miami. They, they shouldn't be laying 13 and a half to, to all that many teams, especially an ACC opponent like Pittsburgh. But um, all right. Next game is number fifteen Auburn at South Carolina. Another noon game. This one's gonna be on ESPN. Um, so from what I see, I believe it's three and a half points. Auburn is is um is laying on the road, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, they're laying three and a half to South Carolina. Auburn kind of sucks, dude. I'm sorry. I, my t- I know they, you're not a big probably, bone. They kind of suck. I'm not a big Bo Nix guy, but and also that the defense has been very disappointing this year. I'm just not. I, I don't think Auburn should be ranked 15. They're, I think they're highly overrated. Um, I don't have a play in this game because I cannot. I cannot back South Carolina against Auburn even at home. They're um, they're getting three and a half at home. I, I lean South Carolina here big time. I would not lay the three and a half with with Auburn. I what agree. I agree. I think. I'm not as down on Bo Nix as you are. I think that that offensive line for Auburn is, is really, really bad. It kind of reminds me a little bit of uh, when Jarrett Stidham was there. Just I, I have a little familiar just because of his, his, him being with the Patriots right now. But, I mean, a lot of scouts were saying that after his junior year how good Stidham was and that he could have been like a first-round a t- first pick if he had decided to come out his – I think it was his junior or sophomore year. But he stayed for one more year, and their offensive line just like – was atrocious and he was just running for his life. That kind of reminds me of Bone. I mean, that guy is always never has a clean pocket ever. Yeah. Um, no, no, you're not, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. So I just, I, I just don't I feel do good kind about of, them. I do kind of like South Carolina in this one. I also kind of like the under, I don't, I don't think these offenses are too, too good. 
Um, yeah, the the over under set at fifty one and a half. I FanDuel. lean under on that one for sure. Yeah, I, I don't have a play. This, um, I, I don't know. I can't back either one of these teams, so I'm just gonna leave it at, at that. Yeah. But all right. Next, another SEC matchup next at twelve o'clock is Kentucky going on the road to play at number eighteen Tennessee. So Kentucky is getting four and a half points on the road here. Over under is forty five and a half. I have to say, um, I love back in Kentucky, and I love I hate Kentucky basketball. I freaking hate them, but I really like their football team for some reason. That's they're like for some reason. I just I love their team. Connor, lock it in. Play Whoa, Kentucky we, plus four and a half. Let's go. Oh, we don't have the soundboard. I forgot. I forgot. We haven't done this in so long. I just have the soundboard. We'll get back. It was, into a, it was a yes chant, wasn't it? Yep. Yep. All right. Kentucky plus four and a half. Aiden's locking it in. I, I like that play a lot. Um, I don't. I'm not gonna make it a play myself, but I'm. I think Tennessee is also a little bit overrated. Um, rank, I don't think they should be ranked 18, but Kentucky's gonna keep I, this close. It's, Kentucky's yeah. gonna keep this close. Hundred percent. I mean, I think. I, Tennessee kept it close in the first half. I will give them that against Georgia, who I think is really good. But they ended up getting beat by about 20 points. So they they get a little smoked. I also think that this is a look-ahead game for Tennessee. They got Bama coming home to them next week. Um, I think this is a big look-ahead game. And I think they're going to let their guard down here. And, and Kentucky's going to – I think they're going to cover. I, they have a chance to win, honestly. I, yeah. I'm buying the money line a little bit. I just don't see that much value. It's only a plus 185 or so. Um, but I'm taking four and a half with Kentucky for sure. Yep. Uh, I love that pick. Love that pick. Lock it in again. Plus Kentucky plus four and a half. Aiden, lock it in. All right. Uh, next game I have on the list here. I have, let's see. Okay. Navy at East Carolina. Um, I don't think there's that much to say here, um, except Navy kind of sucks. Their defense sucks. And East Carolina's defense also sucks. Um, I don't have the n- number. Of, oh, I do. I'm sorry. Uh, Navy, East Carolina, the over-under set at 55-and-a-half. I, I think this is an over-nothing game. Um, Navy's Glad you late. said that. This is the other part of the teaser for me. This yeah, is the it, second part of that teaser. Uh, it is over-or-nothing in this game. There's, exactly. These defenses suck. And Navy's laying two-and-a-half. I don't feel good about the spread there. Um, I, don't, I don't feel good backing East Carolina. But this game's going to go miles over. I bet there's it's going to be like a – like a forty five like a forty two to like thirty five game, something like that. That I don't think this game is coming anywhere near the fifty five point and a half. So um yep. big so, time lean over. Not an official play again for me, but Yep, just to follow up. So I had that I had the first the first part of the teaser was the SMU versus Tulane. I teased it down to fifty eight and this one I teased down to I believe fifty. I think it was a little bit higher before. I think it was at fifty six and a half, but got it down to fifty. Um I, but like you said, the, both these defenses suck. They actually can put up some points. Um, both teams are three and zero to the over under this year. So uh, I'm riding just with the stats and how bad their defenses are. I'm I'm taking that over. Did Navy, did Navy, did they get um, first week when they played BYU? Did they get shut out? They scored three points. They scored three <laughs> points. Oh, okay. So they just got <laughs> shut out. And they still hit the over. So yep. That's that shows you how shit their defense is. But yep. Lean over, not a play for me, but second part of Vin's teaser. Um, so I guess it kind of is, it's kind of a play for the pod. I don't know how we're gonna put that in, but we'll we'll figure it out. Forget it away. <laughs> okay. Um, next game: Texas State at Southern Alabama. This is another twelve o'clock game. I don't have anything on this one. What do you think? Any, you have anything? Not too much. I mean, I, 
I the, I feel like the point total is kind of high. I believe that. Yeah, 59. it's at fifty eight and a half, fifty nine. Yeah, I have fifty eight and a half on, on my book. I, I, I'm not gonna try to spew it in that I know too much about either of these teams, but I, I, that seems like a lot of points for these teams. So uh, I would lean the under there. Yeah, uh, I don't I don't really have a good feel on either side here. It's, that's Texas State is on the road. They're getting two and a half going to Southern Alabama, South Alabama. Um, I don't feel good about either side there or, or the total. So I'm probably just gonna pass in this game. Yeah, but uh, next game. This might be. This is featuring probably the worst team in FBS. This is South Florida going at, on the road to play at Temple, and Temple, I believe, is laying te- Temple's laying ten and a half at home, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I don't have anything on this game, but if I'm just Temple, say just right now, close your eyes. Yeah, Temple. just close your eyes and bet Temple. If you if you bet if you back South Florida, you should look in the mirror and just ask yourself what the hell is wrong with you. This might be the worst football team in the FBS. They are horrible. And I think they're laying ten and a half. Uh, Syracuse, excuse me, Temple's laying ten and a half. So, so yeah, Florida, close your I, eyes. I'm not playing it. Just Temple, just take Temple. Yeah, it's te- Temple or not. Yeah, it is ten and a half. Over under is fifty three and a half. Temple might win this game fifty four to nothing. Just lay the ten with ten and a half for Temple. Um, it's not a pill- not a play, but cannot you can't back South Florida. No, cannot. Okay, next game. This is kind of a low key game, but I have a play. Liberty going on the road to play at Syracuse. This, this Syracuse is getting okay. So on uh, Fanduel, they're getting two and a half. Um, I got this. At, I'm gonna lay it right here. Um, I got them at three, so I'm gonna call this as a play. I get Syracuse plus three is an official play. Liberty is no business laying three points on the road. I guess Syracuse is not that good this year, but Syracuse getting three points at home to Liberty. That's just absolutely disrespectful. I was leaning. I was. I thought this game when it came out, the lines came out, it was gonna be close to a pick'em. If anything, but Syracuse getting three points—that's that's an absolute joke. I'm going to take Syracuse plus three, locking it in. Like it. I, I mean, I, I, I don't. I'm not a huge Syracuse fan. I, th- I think that that they, they just revolve quarterbacks out of there. I think Devito was the last quarterback that I saw him playing last week, and I'm not, I'm not too big a fan of his. Um, I think Liberty's not as bad as people. I, I think that Hugh Freeze is doing a great job there. Um, and that their their quarterback something Willis is their is their quarterback and he's he's been pretty good but yeah I agree coming traveling they be getting th- that I don't think that this team deserves to be up to Liberty play. should not be laying three points on the road two and a half points on the road this should be a pick 'em or, or nothing they should not be laying three points on the road to Syracuse that's that's a joke I'll take the value there all day Syracuse plus three is the official play like it but all right next one next game this is another game I have a play on another twelve o'clock game. Um, Kansas at West Virginia. So Kansas at West Virginia. West Virginia is laying 22 and a half at home. And the over-under is set at 51 and a half. I'm just going to throw this out there. Just close your eyes. Just envision the Mountaineers just pummeling the Jayhawks. Pummeling. This is going to be a 35 to 7, 42 to 7 game. West Virginia is going to smoke Kansas. Kansas sucks. Close your eyes. Lay West Virginia minus 22 and a half. Lock it in. Hundred percent, couldn't agree more. I mean, this, this is just an anti-Kansas game. You, you fade Kansas until they prove you wrong. That's all you got to know. You just like West Virginia it, it isn't as they aren't as good as they have been in the past. They're still pretty good. I still like to watch West Virginia. Um, but yeah, I mean, you you don't you don't ever go again. You don't ever go with Kansas here. I mean, they're zero and three against the spread. They're zero and two as an underdog. They like they're just. They're horrible, so I, I they're, 100% they're terrible. agree with that play. Absolutely terrible. Give me – yeah, it's, it's not even – if I'm not mistaken, their next game, um, West Virginia's game, I'm looking up their schedule right now. 
They're not even like you know. There's no even look ahead spot, if I'm not mistaken. Next week they're playing. They're playing at Texas Tech. Is that right? Yeah, they're playing at Texas Tech uh, next week. Um, I I mean, if, unless they're playing like in Oklahoma or um, one of the or even Texas, um, one of the any of the better schools in the Big Twelve. It's not really a look ahead spot. So West Virginia, they're going to smoke Kansas. This is not even going to be close. West Virginia minus twenty two and a half. Lock it in. Like it. But all right, next game on the schedule we have. Army at UTSA. Um, oh, another one I have a play in, actually. These are all, like, in a row. This is not planned. But uh, this game is at one thirty. Army is going on the road at UTSA. UTSA, UTSA is a 7.5-point underdog at home. So they're getting 7.5 points. And the over-under is set at 49.5. So, Aiden, what do you think here? You got a play? I don't have a play on this. I, I lean Army with 7.5. Um and it's tough when you're a home, you're you are at home and you're almost you're more than a touchdown underdog, which is tough. But uh, I lean Army in this one for sure. UTSA plus seven and a half, lock it in. Wow, that is my play. Army is not good. Navy is not good. All these academy schools are not good this year. Army's defense, especially, is pretty trash. Um, I think UTSA can keep this one close. I'll take the seven and a half. There's too much value there not to take. Lock it in. UTSA right. plus seven and a half. All right. So UTSA is on the. This is another home team. They're three and zero against the spread on the road, and they're zero and two against the spread at home. However, they're favorite both times at home. So this is the first time they've been a home underdog all year, and I will. I'll take that all day. Plus seven and a half. UTSA. Like it. All right. See what happens there. Next game, I got nothing in this one, but Western Kentucky at UAB. University of Alabama, Birmingham. You got anything on this one? Is it one thirty? I don't. Uh, again, I, I lean the under in this one. I don't think these offenses are too dynamic. Um, yeah, it's. I can't it's say that I've watched a forty-four ton of, and a half. I think. Yeah, I got forty-four and a half. Yeah, is the I, I just. I, I don't. I just don't see them scoring that many points. Again, I'm not going to say that I've watched a ton of Western Kentucky football this year, but I, I, I like the under here for sure. Yeah, I mean, I got nothing. UAB's at home. They're laying thirteen and a half. Um, I don't like anything in this game, honestly. Um, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna pass on it. Yeah. Um, okay. The next one. These are your boys. Louisville is going on the road to play at Notre Dame. Notre Dame's ranked fourth in the country. Notre Dame is laying sixteen and a half, and the over/under high number is sixty-two and a half. It is high. I, I mean, Louisville's defense sucks. So, I mean, I think that number is justified. I think Notre Dame could, could absolutely run up the score in, on Louisville. But what do you think? Uh, again, I'm a fan of Notre Dame. I, I think this is a pretty good team. I don't think they've played much. Like, Florida State is probably the worst team in the ACC, and that's saying something with when you have Syracuse. And, I mean, Boston College is turning around a little bit now, but I and Duke and the same. But – I. I kind of lean Louisville with the plus 17. Um, I think that's a ton of points. I think I don't think Notre Dame's really faced this good of an offense. Like you say, Kentucky defense is bad, but their offense is pretty dynamic. Um, Duke, I mean, Notre Dame just played Duke, USF, your team Southern Florida, and Florida State. So, I mean, they haven't – it's not like they've been going up against powerhouses and, and destroying them. So, uh, I kind of like the Louisville plus 17 here, but – I'm not playing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm staying, staying far away. I can't back Louisville. If Louisville's defense is a little bit better, I'd probably back them, but they, they can't stop. They can't stop Notre Dame. Even, yeah. even if they're getting 16 and a half points, um, I, I don't feel good about um, 
backing Louisville plus 16 and a half and the over under 62 and a half. I mean, I think that number is dead on. I'm probably, I'm not going to touch it. Um, but it, I think it's a good, it's a good number. I'm not going to, I'm, I'm not going to leave it at that. I, I'll, yeah. I'll watch the game. It's at two thirty. Um, Notre Dame should win this game handily, but we will see. Let's see if it's a shootout or whatnot. Um, all right. Next game, Duke at NC state. I don't have anything in this game either, but Duke is um, getting four and a half points. They're playing at NC state. Um, and, Oh, holy smokes. The Astros just walked it off. Wow. Just Carlos Correa had a solo shot in the bottom of the ninth. Wow. That's crazy. It's a game six. going to be a series. going to be a series. Game six tomorrow. Holy smokes. I do crazy. have a future bet on the Astros to win the pennant. Um, that would be pennant. miraculous if they come yeah, back. I put that in a while ago. Um, actually, I put it in about a week before they announced that Verlander was not coming back. That was kind of my hope that he was going to come back and his team was going to rebound. But, I mean, the Rays really stuck it to him. But this is it's, – it's becoming a little interesting now. I'm sure the Rays are sweating a little bit here. Yeah, oh, they got to be. They got to be. I think that uh, – I don't know who's going to start tomorrow, but – I, you better believe it's going to be like Charlie Morton or Snell. When's the last time Snell pitched? I think Snell is is available. Well, that's what's so different about these playoffs that they're playing so many games so quickly. Seven straight games not, potentially. I mean, it's not normal. Usually, you got your you got a couple guys that you can give you a couple give a couple innings here and there and then rest. Um, but I don't know. Uh, it's going to be very interesting. This yeah, game. no, this no travel days getting, or anything. This series is becoming a little more interesting. Yeah, we'll see. That'll be interesting. All right, so a little baseball detour, but back to college football. Uh, next game is Duke at NC State. Um, oh, I was, I, was, I was saying that, but Duke is getting four and a half points. Um, they're going on the road to play at NC State. The over-under is set at 59 and a half. I don't, I don't have a good feel on this game. Um, I don't know what you got, but I, I, don't, I, really have a, don't, have I don't have a play, but like I said, I, I, I don't think Duke is good at all. I don't think they should ever be giving five or four points to anybody. Um, I lean North Carolina for sure, but I mean NC State. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm oh, no, no, I Duke is, Duke is getting four and a half, so I don't know if I misspoke. Oh, but, sorry, uh, sorry. North Carolina's North Carolina State is at home. They're laying four gotcha. and a half, they're minus four and a half. Gotcha. Now, nah, yeah, definitely no play then. Yeah, I'm, I'm staying. I'm staying away as well. I don't have a good feeling on that one. Um, okay, this is going to be low key a very good game. Three thirty p.m. We have UCF going on the road to play at Memphis. So, UCF is on the road again. Um, they are minus two and a half. They're laying two and a half on the road. The over-under is 73 and a half. And it's, I Crazy. think that number is so dead on. Both these teams, they, if, this, is, this is an absolute dream for, for TV ratings. There's, these teams do not play defense. They just run the score up on anybody they play, no matter what. And the, every single game, this game's going to be over or nothing. I'm sorry. There's, there's going to be a million points in this game. And... Both these teams are very good, so I don't have a good feel on this one either, um, but I don't know. What do you think? I got to play. What do you got? I'm taking UCF minus three and a half. Dude, I got them at two and a half, dude. Oh, then two and a half. That's Take them at two and a half, all right. UCF minus two and a half versus Memphis. Uh, like you said, I think – I know both these that offenses are explosive. Uh, like you said, they just run up the score, but – I mean, I think that UCF is a better team here. They're 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 two and one against the spread this year, while Memphis is zero and two. Um, I think this is a, a, a could be a big win for UCF, and I I, I just like that I like UCF a lot in this game. I'm taking US UCF right. in the points. UCF minus two and a half. We're locking it in. Lock it in. All right. 
Next game is ooh, Ole Miss at Arkansas. This is kind of a, a dog shit uh, SEC game, but Ole Miss almost did beat Alabama last week. Well, they didn't almost beat Alabama. They almost did they, they yeah they almost they kind of did. What was the score of that game? I can't remember at the time ahead. They kept it close for a while. They I did. They, in the first half, it was close. I remember that. They, um, I know that Alabama didn't even come close to covering. They basically were yeah. Ole Miss was covering basically the entire game. Um, they put up forty eight points against them. Yeah, they, they. I mean, yeah, they kept it close. And Alabama's defense has also looked awful, and Saban's not feeling great about that. And uh, speaking of he's not feeling, not feeling great, good, Saban having COVID, yeah, he's not feeling good in general. <laughs> they, uh, but, yeah, the final score was sixty-three to forty-eight last week, so they did cover the twenty-four yeah, point spread. That's insane. That's one hundred eleven total points. So that's just unbelievable. But yeah, I got no, I got no play in this game. Um, I don't know if I mentioned the line, but Ole Miss is where is it? Ole Miss is laying. They're getting. Excuse me. It's Ole Miss, minus one and a half, and they're on the road playing at Arkansas. The over-under in this game, this is crazy, too, 75 and a half. <laughs> this, that's got I'm sorry, that's an under. That's an under play. You can't play the over there. That's too Lock many points. Lock it in. What do you got? Ole Miss, minus one and a half. All right. All like right. You I don't said, that. Arkansas kind of sucks. They put up 48 against Bama. We, I know we, we're not crazy about Bama's defense. It's still Alabama. There's still that aura around Alabama and this team did not back down. I, I like the Ole Miss's offense a lot. They put up a ton of points and I don't think that Arkansas is going to be able to handle them the whole time. I, I think Arkansas has just as good an offense. I just don't think they're going to have be able to put up as much points as them. I'm taking out. I'm taking Ole Miss minus one and a half. All right. Don't hate that. Don't hate that play. Um, I, I, I don't feel great about um, backing Lane Kiffin, but we'll see. Okay, next game is – I don't have a play here either, but Eastern Kentucky at Troy. So that game is at 3.30. Um, I don't see this one on the board yet. Okay, so Troy is at home, and they're minus 28-and-a-half. A lot of points, and the over-under is 60-and-a-half. I, I don't have a play in this one. Nothing. Um, I, I got I, nothing on this I game. got no feel. I got absolutely no feel in this game, so I'm just going to pass on that one. Um, and this is, this is going to be a pretty good game. We've got number 11, Texas A&M, going on the road to play at Mississippi State. Uh, Texas A&M is minus four and a half. Again, they're on the road, and the over/under is 50, 54 and a half. I, I, uh, I, I don't even. I don't know about this one. I just don't. I don't feel great about backing A&M. I know they're a good, pretty I, good team, but I haven't been impressed with them at all this year. I mean, yeah, they're, they're I mean, one and two against the spread this year. I, I don't know. There's. It, it just they don't seem the same. I know they have Spencer Rattler. He's supposed to be like a stud. Um, quarterback is supposed to like, I mean, Oklahoma just, I mean, Texas A&M usually just pours out, oh, excuse me, I'm thinking of Oklahoma, but Texas A&M also usually just pummels out great quarterbacks. But um, yeah, yeah I, I, I don't feel anything about this game. I don't feel comfortable with any of this game. So yeah, I have no, I have no, no play in this game. I'm gonna, probably going to tune into, I'm probably going to watch that game. That's four o'clock slot, but we got nothing, got nothing here. Um, next game is oh, this is a crap game. Uh, UMass going on the road to play at Georgia Southern, and UMass. I love fading UMass because they are they could be the, actually they're they're probably the worst team in the FBS. Yeah, yep. them or them or USF. It's them them and USF would be uh, just the toilet bowl of games. That'd be an awful game. Um, but Georgia Southern is laying thirty and a half points at home. The over under sixty three and a half. This game could be sixty to nothing. Georgia Southern. Um, I I got nothing here. It's you, you can't you can't back Matt UMass. I'm you sorry. can't you can't. You just I can't agree. back them. You cannot do it. But 
I, it's also weird. The first game back, I, I just never know how to like deal with that. You never know how they're going to, are they going to come out wicked flat? Are they going to come out like firing? Like, I, I, I'd agree that you cannot back UMass. I think that that's a lot of points behind Georgia Southern, who I don't think is anything special at, what'd you say, 30, 31? Um, yeah, 30 but, and a half. I mean, yeah, I, 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 no play here for sure. It's just that's, UMass can't back, and I also can't, I wouldn't advise taking Georgia Southern as well. Yeah, I, I don't feel great about either side. That's a lot of points for even for Georgia Southern to lay against UMass. But um, all right, next game, four o'clock is Virginia going on the road to play at Wake Forest. So Virginia is on the road. They're giving two and a half points. It's minus two and a half. Over under is fifty eight and a half. Um, I got nothing in this game. I'm I'm staying away. What do you think? Uh, I lean the under. I I think that's a lot for both of these teams. I think. But again, yeah, I'm not I'm not too impressed with either of these teams. Um, Virginia isn't bad. I mean, they're two and one against the spread this year, one and zero on the road. But yeah, I'm staying away from this one. Yeah, I, I got I got nothing. But uh, moving on to five o'clock slot, we have North Texas going on the road to play at Middle Tennessee. Middle Tennessee is laying is minus six and a half at home, and the over under is seventy two and a half. Well, I, I got if you, if you want to watch college football and watch a lot of offense, then there's plenty of games this weekend for you. Just football in general. These defenses, both in, in college and pro, have just been so bad to start the year. Like, well, it's the just so hard because out. of COVID that you, they weren't really tackling or doing anything. So yeah. these teams aren't really in defensive shape right now. Like No, definitely not. But Like when yeah. Alabama is dog shooting at defense, that's when you know something is, is like yeah, seriously exactly. wrong. You know? They gave up however many points, Ole Miss, 48 points or whatever to Ole Miss last week. But um, I, got, no, I got nothing in this game. Me neither. Points. Probably, probably not. Maybe I'll tune in for a bit, but I don't know if I'm going to watch that game. Um, <laughs> not really interested. But moving on to the Marshall Thundering Herd are going on the road to play at Louisiana Tech at 6 o'clock. Marshall is laying 13.5, and, and the over-under is 51.5. I love Marshall, but 13 and a half points is too many. 100%. I, I don't feel good about that at all. Nope. I, I, I think that Louisiana Tech, they, they usually have an explosive offense. Um, I think you were you were on them a couple times last year. Um, but Yeah. Yeah, I, I, yes. yeah, they made me some money last year. I mean, Marshall's good. They're not 13 and a half point favorite good. So I, no, would, lean, I, would, lean, I would lean L-Tech in this one, but no play. Yeah, no play for me. Okay, got a few more college games here. Um, so the next game is at 7.30. One of my favorite teams this year, number five, North Carolina, going on the road to play at the abysmal Florida State. North Carolina also linked 13.5 points on the road, and the over-under is 64.5. Um, again, for, just like the last game, Marshall, Louisiana Tech, 13.5 um, points is too much. I don't feel good about laying 13.5 going to Florida State. Even if they do suck, I just don't feel good about it. Um, so I'm staying away. I agree. Uh, if I was going to play one thing here, though, I'd play the under. Um, Florida State is really bad. I, I don't see them putting up like 20 points against the Tar Heels this weekend. I just don't. Um, I know that North Carolina's defense struggled a little bit last week, but they've been pretty solid this year. I, I, I lean the under in this one. Yeah, I don't have a good feel on that total. I'm, I'm just staying away from that game in general. I'll, I'll, I'm definitely watching that game, but I'm staying away. Um, the next game is Southern Miss at UTEP. I got nothing here. Um, UTEP is the home team. They're getting their um, underdogs, home underdogs, getting six and a half points. Over-under is 54 and a half. 
not got nothing here. Me neither. I would lean yeah. Southern Miss, but nothing. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm staying away. But next is by and far the game of the of the day in college football. Number three Georgia going on the road to play at number two ranked Alabama. So as we just we touched upon before, uh, Nick Saban has Corona. So I I don't know what's going to happen with. I mean, he's probably not going to be allowed to coach. I, I don't know what's going to happen. Um, but really interesting. It's kind of through a monkey wrench in the entire plan. Not, um, I don't know what, what, I don't know what to do about this game. Uh, I think I'm just going to watch it. Um, uh, but Georgia is, um, getting three and a half points on the road and the over under is 56 and a half. I mean, judging by last week, if you're to just look at last week, Alabama versus Ole Miss, you'd say, Oh, 56 and a half isn't a lot is like no points at all. Cause they scored what 111 points total last week. Alabama and Ole Miss, yeah. but Georgia has a pretty stifling defense. Um, Alabama has an explosive offense, but Georgia also has a stifling defense. So I, I don't know. I don't know about this game. I think I lean Bama. Hundred percent. I, 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 I lean. I don't Bama feel good well. about it. I, I just don't feel good about it. I, I like you said. I I think that last week's game was kind of like a, a fluke in terms of Alabama's defense. I mean, um, I th- and I also I also can kind of see the. Alabama kind of rallying behind this positive test for Nick Saban. I think playing under someone new, um, I'm sure it's just the offensive coordinator taking over. But I, uh, I would, I'm not going to play it. I may play it if it gets, maybe if it gets down to two, two and a half. Um, I would like to get it to under that three. But uh, I lean yeah. Bama for sure in this game. I, I don't, I don't feel good about it. I can't, I can't let three and a half is too many. Just that, that the hook there kind of sucks. If it was three, maybe two and a half, I would do it, but. Yeah, that's Not, something, to, something to keep an eye on. Yeah, because the line sure. has moved a little bit. I believe it was at four and a half before. Um, Alabama. Yeah, definitely some sh- some sharp playing on the on Georgia there. It's we'll see though. Definitely watch. That's going to be a, a really good game. Can't wait to watch that one. Yeah, I, I saw some funny tweets about uh, Nick Saban. It's like, what they are going to do if they're going to let him? They're not gonna, definitely not letting him in the stadium. But people are saying he should put him on like the Booger Mobile. <laughs> remember that Booger's on Monday Night Football. Yep. I don't know what's going to happen. Could you imagine him coaching that game from Zoom? That would be hysterical. Wouldn't put him past him. He, he's he's <laughs> kind of got the Bill Belichick in him. Yeah, definitely. I, he's a little more insane, a little more crazy than Belichick. But... <laughs> okay, next game at 8 o'clock. I haven't played this one. Boston College going on the road to play 23rd ranked Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech is laying 12 and a half points to BC and the over under is set at 62 and a half. So my play here. So Boston college this year is one and three to the over under. So they've gone under three out of four games they played and their own one on the road um, to the over under um, Virginia Tech, however, does, does score. Um, they're three and oh to the over under, but 62 and a half is too many points. Give me the under. BC, Virginia Tech, under I don't 62 hate it. and a half I points, also, locking that in. I don't have a play, but I, I'm it's, – it's, it's becoming close to becoming a play for me. But I like BC plus 12. Is that what you said it's still at? Or plus, yeah, I, I mean – Yeah, it's, it's 12 and a half. Like I said before, they're, they're kind of turning around the program a little bit. They got the coach from Ohio State um, last year, and they got a quarterback that transferred for Notre Dame. Who can who can actually like throw the ball around? So it's a little bit different for this BC football team, but uh, it's a lot of points to be laying. I, I I know Virginia Tech's pretty good; they're ranked twenty third. But B, 
BC is not not a slouch as it once was in the in the ACC. So I, I kind of lean BC in the points here. I lean Virginia Tech. I think they're going to win this game by at least two touchdowns. Twelve and a half is kind of a crappy number too. So I, I would, if I was to play a side, I would definitely take Virginia Tech. I don't feel good about backing BC, but my play is like it under sixty-two and a half. All right, and then there's one last game, um, college football this weekend. We have well, besides the postponed ones, of course, we had LSU and Florida, unfortunately postponed due to a bunch of coronavirus cases, um, positive coronavirus cases on Florida's team. But the last game we have on the schedule, knock on wood, hopefully nothing gets canceled, but Florida International is going on the road to play at Charlotte. Um, Charlotte, the home team, is getting is laying seven and a half points. They're minus seven and a half at the moment, and the over-under is 53 and a half. Me neither. I don't I, 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 I lean FIU. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know too, too much about these teams. I know that Charlotte's 3-0 against the spread this year. Um but they haven't actually played a home game, which is a little weird. So I don't know. I, I think that's a lot of a lot of points there. So yeah. I would lean FIU, but staying away. Yep. Definitely do not feel good about it. All right. So we got a bunch of plays in college football there. Um, I, don't, I didn't count how many you had. Yeah, they're around I think the same. I had three or four. But got a good amount of plays for the pod on college football. But I think that's all. That's let's all the for college football. So you want you want to talk about NFL next? All right, let's do it. All right, NFL coming up next on the Between the Lines podcast. This is Between the Lines, a sports gambling podcast. You can find all of our documented picks on our personal Twitter accounts, or you can follow our new Twitter page for the podcast. The handle is at BTLpod20. Again, that's at BTLpod20. All right, so the 1 o'clock slate for the NFL. Unfortunately, no Thursday night game that we can be watching while we're recording right now, which kind of sucks. We did have that Tuesday night. We don't have a Thursday night game. little treat. We did have that Tuesday night game. Yeah, that uh, Bills-Titans game. A little bit of a blowout, but hey, Tuesday football. That's only happened, what, three times in NFL history, I think. So, yeah, I'll take take any football I can get. All right, let's start with the first game on the slate. One o'clock. Falcons, the Atlanta Falcons, the abysmal Atlanta Falcons, are going on the road to play at Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings are laying four and a half at home, and the over under is fifty four and a half. I like the over. I do. do you think I here? mean, <laughs> I mean, it's right, yeah. like it's over or nothing here. It is both these over. teams are There's not no good. shot. You can bet no the under these guys. both these teams are not good. I mean, the Falcons no, have lost like an insane fashion. Like, I don't know how some of the, that loss to Dallas was so bad. And then. They, they still haven't recovered no, from 23 and Super Bowl them. 2017. They just, they, they've never recovered. They'd never recovered. The Falcons this year have not covered. They've lost every game they played. Yeah, they haven't covered a single spread. And people they've were just expecting been them to, abysmal. to win last week against Carolina, but I, they're bad. They're really bad. I know that they just, they finally, they, they, oh wait, they covered last week actually, I think. But, they, but, they but anyway, they're one and four. Just yeah. fired Dan Quinn. Um, I, I, I'm not touching. I would never. I'm not backing Atlanta. If anything, I would back Minnesota in this. But I do lean the over. I lean the over. I can't back either. Yeah, hey, I can't. I can't back either side. The Vikings have not been good this year, and neither the Falcons, of course, have been finding every way to lose a game. So I, yeah, I'm not backing I mean, either side. Uh, oh, over Minnesota nothing. is two and zero oh at home to the over. And uh, Atlanta's one and one on the 
on the road in terms of the over. So I, I lean the over again, it's not a play, but I do lean that over for sure. Yeah, I, I can't, I can't, I can't pack your side, but all right, let's move on to next game. Ravens on the road playing at the Eagles, the Philadelphia Eagles over under is 48 and the Ravens are laying seven and a half on the road. I don't know. Each week, I'm like, I kind of like the Eagles. I kind of like the Eagles. I kind of like the Eagles. And they just keep, they just keep, they just cannot get it together. I don't understand. I, I, is, is Carson Wentz not good? Like, I, I, he, he, I don't know. I, I just, I keep trying to defend the guy, but he's not. I know he doesn't have too many weapons. I mean, horrible this year. He does not have too many wide receivers to throw to. I understand that, but uh, th- he's been he has not been good. Um, but again, this is like just one of those weird games. I could see them covering that seven and a half. I think Baltimore. I mean, obviously everybody knows how good Baltimore is, but I don't know. I, I think Lamar Jackson had a tough game last week. Um, I think they played the Bengals, that, and Bengals kind of kept it close a little bit. No, 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 no. The Bengals got smoked last week. I okay, then I'm thinking of something else. But, but Lamar Jackson did not play I think too the, good last week. So the Bengals, yeah. I think that he could bounce back, but I'm staying away for sure. I also think that the total is like right on what it should. Yeah, be. this is this game screams. Totally agree. This game screams stay away from both sides. Totals is absolutely dead on. The Eagles could put up like a good amount of points, like they did last week versus the Steelers, or they could just get totally shut down by the Ravens defense. So, uh, staying that hell away. Um, this next game. Low-key, good game. Um, Bears are going on the road to play at the Panthers. So the Panthers are laying one-and-a-half points here, and the over-under is 43-and-a-half. So both of these teams have both been sneaky good this year. I have no idea how the Bears are. I yeah, think they're 4-1 so. this year, if I'm not mistaken. And the Panthers have been also been sneaky good this year. I made some good money on them, uh, betting on them this year. They've covered almost all their spreads. So they're 3-2 and two overall. Like, everyone was expecting them to absolutely suck. I mean, they still could. There's still 12 weeks left in the season. But Carolina's been a good team against the spread, a good team to back. Um, and the Bears, 4-1 four, four overall, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I, I don't like either side. i got to be honest. I don't like either side here. I think this is just a – this line is pretty much dead on. Uh, Panthers laying 1.5 over under 43.5. I don't really have a good I, feel I don't on either. this one. What do you I, think? I kind of lean Carolina here. Um, I, I mean, Teddy Bridgewater stepped in tremendously. I mean, that dude, I mean, he all he's done is really won. I mean, he stepped in for Drew Brees last year, and I, I think he went like 6-1, and one, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, he, he's, he's yeah. done a good job. Um, and I also think that Mike Davis coming in for um, Christian McCaffrey has done a great job. I'm pretty sure this morning I saw that he leads like all running backs in rushing yards and reception yards since like even more than Alvin Kamara since he's, since he stepped in for McCaffrey. So I I, I don't know. I, I kind of lean Carolina wow. here. I don't think that McCaffrey's coming back this week. Um, I think it might be next week, but yeah, I, I'm staying away from this, but I lean, I lean Carolina. No, I don't think it is. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't feel good about. I mean, I like Nick Foles, but they're so the Bears are so inconsistent. So I don't feel good about backing them. Uh, also, don't feel great about backing the Panthers. So um, I'm staying away. Forty three and a half. I, I don't even. Know, I don't know what to make of that number. 100%. It kind of scares me. I'm staying away. All right. Next game is Bengals going down the road to play at the Indianapolis Colts. The Colts are laying eight points. Over under is forty six and a half. 
I mean, after last week's performance, the Bengals put, put forward against the Ravens. I, I just don't see how you can back them. And also, like, I love Joe Burrow, but the Colts have a top-tier defense in the NFL. I just, I, and their offensive line is absolutely abysmal. Joe Burrow gets under, hurried in every single play. He's getting absolutely rocked this year. Yeah. Also because he doesn't know how to slide. But the Colts are – the Colts are – they're going to rush him all day. Um I don't have a play. I think eight points is, is a good number. I'm not laying eight with the Colts because I don't trust Philip Rivers, but I, I don't see the Bengals scoring much here at all. I think he's, they're just going to – that Joe Burrow and all the weapons. I agree. Just I, get I, I agree down. to a certain – What do you think? I, I kind of fade, fade Philip Rivers. I don't think he's that good. I think he's had some issues protecting the ball this year. I know they, the Bengals got smoked last week, but I think Joe Burrow is going to be a good quarterback. I mean, he, he had uh, – I think that Cincinnati no, I do too. Keep I, I do close. too. I don't know if it's eight points close, but yeah, I'm staying away. I think it's going to be right around that eight to nine point loss for Bengals. Yeah, it's a tough. This I think the, the I thought the last is, two is very weeks tough. The There's only a couple tough, games. Tough bet in terms of. Yeah, it's definitely been definitely been tough. But this next game is this is probably the best game of the day, arguably. Um, maybe one or two, but. Browns going on the road to play at the Steelers. The Steelers are three-and-a-half-point favorites at home, and over-under is 50-and-a-half. I don't know about you, but I'm leaning Browns big time. I'm a believer in this team this year. I am an absolute believer. This team could at least keep this game close. I, I agree. Potentially even win. Um, it's not a play, but I, agree. I lean I, Browns I think, big time here. I think that Pittsburgh is good. I don't think they're a great team. Um, I know that they're, they're 4-0, um, but I think they've – They've had a very, very soft schedule. I think it's – they beat the Giants. They beat the Broncos. That was the yeah. game that Drew Locke got hurt. So, they beat a banged-up Broncos team. They beat a Texans yeah. team that should be better, but they're not. And they beat the Eagles, who we just talked about has not been playing well. So, I think that their 4-0 record is a little bit inflated. Um, the Browns seem like they're rolling. I know yeah. that they just lost Nick Chubb, but, I mean, Odell is playing great. Uh, I, 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 I agree. I think Cleveland can hang in this one for sure. I mean, yeah, Chubb is a huge loss, the rushing leader, if I'm not mistaken, last year. Uh, really, really good running back. But, I mean, Kareem Hunt can step in there exactly. and at least be close to what Chubb was. Um, and they're still going to be they're, – they're not going to miss a step. Um, I lean Browns big time here. I don't have a good feeling on the total, 15.5. But, I mean, for me, it's, it's Browns plus 3.5 or nothing. I think Miles Garrett's going to harass um, Big Ben in the entire day. Who's Miles Garrett? Who's going to be the defensive player of the year this year? Is just going to harass, yeah. harass Big Ben. But all right, next game. Thankfully, this, this is a good game for for Survivor Pool. Um, we have the Broncos going on the road to play your New England Patriots. Pats are nine and a half point favorites at home. The over under is forty five. I took the Pats in Survivor Pool this week. Thankfully, they moved this game this week because if the Pats weren't playing this week, yeah. I have no idea what the heck I would do for Survivor. Every single, pretty much every one of these games is just like, whew, I don't, I don't feel good about any of them, besides the Pats. I mean, I don't know what else to say, but the, I'm not, I don't have a play in this game. But I mean, you, the Broncos are a good team against the spread, and I make good money betting on the Broncos or back in the Broncos. But um, they're not getting nine and a half points on the road here. I don't feel good about the Broncos I going into New England. That's what right do you think? around the total. I mean, nine and a half, ten. I don't, I don't know if the Patriots are going to cover that. I mean, I definitely like the Patriots to win, um, but I mean, it's pretty crazy after the after the um, 
obviously with the COVID scare and then how they had to move this game back. But it looks like Cam Newton's going to play, and and Drew Locke may may now play too. So it went from it went from being almost a yep. Jarrett Stidham um, versus uh, Driscoll or what's the other they had that Riparian guy played last year. Yeah, he. I have no yeah, idea. Steve. I don't know who the other guy so is. I it know went from Bristol, being like but... almost a hororable, horrible matchup to yeah, it may be okay. So, I mean, it's a lot of points for the Pats to cover. Rip Ripian or Brian Ripian or something like that was the quarterback. But, yeah, Brett Ripian. But, anyways, yeah, I, I'm not no play here, but I definitely lean the Pats. Yeah, I mean, for me, I lean the I lean the Broncos. Um, I just love backing them. Um, they're a great team against the spread this year, three and one against the spread. Uh, I know the season's early, and but um, I believe they're also yep, the two and zero against the spread on the road as well. Um, but I mean, we'll see. I don't know what Drew, Drew Locke. I would back the Broncos here if, if it got up to ten. I'd probably back them, but um, also with Drew Locke, I'm not sure what it, we're gonna get here. If he's you know gonna be very rusty from not playing the past couple weeks or from a shoulder injury or whatever, but. I don't feel good about back of the Broncos, not but like at the Agreed. moment, but I definitely lean that way. No play though. Okay, this game. Oh my goodness, what a stinker this game is! The Lions at the Jaguars. Over under is fifty four and a half. Lions, the freaking Detroit Lions are laying three and a half. They're three and a half point favorites on the road going to Jacksonville. Uh, oh, this game just reeks. I'm saying this away game reeks. Man. What do you think? I- the Jags are so hit or miss to me. I mean, like sometimes I'm like, oh, man, Gardner Minshew looks amazing. And then other times I'm like, what is he doing? I mean, both the teams aren't great against the spread. The Detroit's one and three. Jaguars two and three. Um, if anything, I lean the under here. Um, I don't know. I, I don't like this game at all. Like you said, it's a stink game. I, I'm staying away. I lean, I lean the Jaguars big time here. May, if the line goes up a little bit more, I'll t- like the four plus four plus four and a half, I'll take Jags. But I, I don't like, I don't like, the, I don't feel good about backing Minshew here. And I lean over actually in this game. I don't think the Lions do not have anything. They don't have anything that resembles the defense in their team. The Jaguars' defense hasn't been great either. So I think this game is going to go over. If anything, I, I don't. I wouldn't back. I would not bet the under in this game. I think this is Jaguars. You side with the Jaguars and you side with the over in this game. I don't feel good about the under in that, but ugh, gross, <laughs> nasty game. That's probably the worst game of the board. Oh, that's not true. The next game, holy mackerel, what am I thinking? The Washington football team going on the road to play my New York Giants. New York Giants are two-and-a-half-point favorites at home, and the over-under is 42-and-a-half. Talk about just an absolute – Abysmal, abysmal game. Probably the worst game of the season so far. The The Washington football team is horrible. And, I mean, what can we say about the Giants? They've scored, like, what, three touchdowns, four touchdowns the entire year. Daniel Jones can't hold the ball to save his life. The guy f- loses a fumble or throws an error. He gets, commits a turnover, at least a tr- one turnover yeah. every single game. He seems like he fumbles every single game. It's been awful. It's been awful. The Giants are just an absolute dumpster fire, but... The Washington football team is not much better. This game is just, this game is just gross. This is awful. Forty-two and a half points. Giants. Oh God, I, I can't back the Giants here. I I cannot do it as much as I want to. Nope. I I can't back this team. Absolutely. This not. team is an absolute dumpster. Fire. I, I I I lean the Giants. I think that they should Absolutely. cover this uh, two and a half. This should be their first win of the year. Might be their only win, but yeah, I'm not 
And this is a weird game. It's it's just the only like X factor I can see in this game is gonna be it's gonna be Chase Young because Chase Young is is going to absolutely harass Daniel Jones the entire yeah, game. Daniel Jones say, might he, lose two fumbles. Yeah. Chase Young might strip sack him twice, three times. The Giants' offensive line is not good, and Daniel Jones does not know how to feel pressure to save his life. He can't feel pressure. It's like he sits in the pocket. He has no idea somebody's coming on the blind side. Like he can't feel pressure, and he loses a fumble like every single game. Chase Young is going to destroy this kid. I'm sorry. I'm not a hater of, of Daniel Jones at all, but the, 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 I don't, I'm staying away. Simple as that. Stay, stay away from yeah, this I game. Yeah, I don't this, even want to watch that game. This is special so. this week. You should not bet this game. You, yeah, I mean, I'll be watching a little bit of it because I'm a Giants fan, but that game is just going to be absolutely disgusting. It's going to be like a 17-10 a game. It's going to be something nasty or even worse than that. But all right, that's enough, that's enough uh, talk about miserable Giants, but let's move on to the 4 o'clock slot. Um, we only have two games, unfortunately, at this, at this time. I thought, there was, I thought there was another one at 4, but I'm pretty sure Corona like, messed yeah, up no, the, there's just the two. schedule. I could be wrong. There's only two games. There's only two. And one of them is a stinker as well. The Jets are going at the road. The Jets, who just released Le'Veon Bell, just gave him $28 million to basically do nothing, or $20-plus million to do nothing, um, are going on the road to play in Miami. Nice AFC East divisional matchup. But the Finns, the Dolphins, are get are nine and a half point favorites here. Nine and a half points. And the over-under is 47 and a half. I, what is I'm this taking game? Miami, what is this man. line? I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, Miami, what yeah. the heck is this line? To. What is this you line? You have to take Miami. You, uh, it's getting very are you locking low. that in? I, if I, if I'd like to get it down to nine. Uh, I think it started at ten, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but dude, you have the Jets are horrible, absolutely horrible. But the, but the, the Dolphins have no business laying I think, nine and a half. I think Fitzpatrick to is gonna. The Dolphins are not a good team. This, this Jets defense, I, 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 I lean, I strongly lean Miami here. They're, they're Miami's six and zero against the spread in the last six games. I... Um, so, and meanwhile, the Jets are five and zero. I mean, zero and five against the spread this year. So. Yeah. Dude, this is a game I, – I don't know. It's a, I, this is a game where I'm telling you, this game stinks. They're, the entire world, everyone and their mother is going to be on the Dolphins. I, I don't have the numbers in front of me right now, but I guarantee you at least – at least – Yeah, it wouldn't shock money me. I, was also, I also kind of lean the over. Week. I also kind of lean the over. This game stinks. 47.5. I, I, I do like the over there. The Jets, I, I the definitely Jets, lean the how over. how bad they are, That's, they, I think they the actually score could. quite a bit. I mean – they're three and two against the spread to the I mean to the over under this year and they kind of I mean I still I think it's Flacco again is he starting if I'm not mistaken again which I yeah I don't know why they're Flacco? doing that yeah, I know I think that Arnold hasn't been great but he's another guy that I'm just like he's got nobody to throw to so I don't know he yeah but he's just well, getting James, back James I think Crowder's it's only good. a second game I think played, I'm a fan so. of him. Yeah, I mean, but besides that, I, the Jets are just, they're an absolute dumpster fire. But th- I'm telling you right now, this is my prediction. This game's going to be close. This is, this is the game, and I say every week there's at least one game, and it's almost always in the 4 o'clock slot. There's at least one game where just some weird, weird things happen. Like the witching you think hour. Oh, it's going to be a blowout. Or, and then the, the underdog, the underdog, yeah, the, the under, yeah, the underdog just decides to play closer. One team, you know, is sleeping on another team, and – 
the game is somehow close. And you have no idea what happened. What happened? It's like, it's like the it's like the Chargers Chiefs game like yep. a couple of weeks ago was was like one of those games for example where the the Chargers are just leading the entire game. They should have won the game, but that's a different story. But they kept the close the entire game. They're leading for a lot of the game. Or like the Lions Cardinals a couple of weeks ago, the Lions beat the Cardinals. Lions went on the road, if I'm not mistaken, and beat the Cardinals. Like an awful Lions, an awful team at the four o'clock slot, just beat the Cardinals basically the entire game. There's there's always games like that every single week in the NFL. There's so much parody. That's why the NFL is so great. But I, if I was to pick one game, this is going to be the game. I'm telling you, the Jets All Dolphins. Right. It's going to be a close game. Are the Jets going to win? I'm not. I'm not putting my money on either team here. But the Jets are going to keep this one close. I don't know how they're going to do it, but they're going to do it. They're going to keep this game close. All right. Watch what happens. Watch. It's going to happen. Okay. And then the other game. I think game this might the be the game. Of the week, this yeah. is actually a very good game. You know, I'm, it, this might be the game of the week. This or the Brown Steelers is the game of the week. Maybe, I don't even know yeah. if, if uh, Red Zone's worth it this week. Like, I'm going to just watch the Packers Bucks game. Um, but as I just said, the Packers are going on the road to play at the Bucks. Packers are one point favorites on the road. Over under is fifty six. Wow, this is a hell of, hell of football game we're gonna see here. Packers coming off of a bye, going on the road to play Tom Brady's new the new Buccaneers with Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski, and a bunch of other and Leonard Fournette and a couple other pieces. So obviously, what do you I'm think a huge here? Brady what guy. Are you thinking? I like the Bucks now because of that, but I kind of lean Green Bay here, man. I mean. Aaron Rodgers is on another level. I mean, he's he's looking like – I know everybody's kind of on Russell Wilson and deservedly so, but, I mean, Rodgers has got to be up there for MVP talk. I mean, he's been on a, another level this year. I think the I think he might have pissed him off by a Green Bay drafting Jordan Love. I think that might have lit a fire under his ass this year. But I don't know. I, I think – I know Green Bay. I think Green Bay started off as high as minus three. I think it moved down. It's now it's minus one, did you say? Minus one and a half? Uh, I kind of yeah, like Green Bay right here. Now. I think, I mean, Devontae Adams is finally coming back. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers has yet to throw a, a pick this year, which is insane. Um, I got another couple stats. Rodgers is 8-2 and two against the spread in his career after a bye. Um, and since last year, Brady is 1-6. Against the, against the spread versus teams with a with a five hundred or above record, um, I think the I think Vita Vea for uh, Tampa Bay's run defense was out for the season now after the last game. I I think Rodgers is trending upwards and Brady's kind of their offense still hasn't clicked. I think they're going to be okay, but I, I kind of lean Green Bay here. All right, we're locking it in. We're on the Packers. Packers, we're taking the money line, though. We're not taking the minus one. We'll take the money line. Yeah, actually, you know what? Screw yeah, it. We'll take the minus one. It doesn't make that big of a difference. As long as the Packers don't win by one, whatever. I'll take the push there. Packers minus one. We're locking it in. The Packers should be three or four-point favorites here. The Bucks are a good team. Like, they can, sure, they can score. Brady's a good quarterback. They have really good weapons. But the Packers are just an exceptionally better team than the Bucks. The Packers Yeah, I, I think Aaron Jones is going to run all over. Packers, them. minus one, um, lock it in. Yeah, absolutely. The the the, the Bucks defense is pretty good. I also kind of so, lean the over. I'll take the Packers I mean, I minus one. I think Rodgers is going to tear them up. Tampa Bay's 2-0 at home. Yeah, I, I think it's over. The over-under this year. And Green Bay's 2-0 on the road against the over or to the over and under. So I don't know. I kind of lean the over and I kind of like green Bay. Yeah, I, I agree. 
Um, but I'm, I'm playing Packers minus one. That, that's I, I was on the fence lock about it, it and then as we started talking about it, I'm just like, all right, I'm taking it. Yeah, got to lock it in. Okay, and then Sunday nights. I don't know how I feel about this game. This should be this should have been like preseason. You're looking at it, you're like, wow, this is like a really good game. Like this is, could be a crucial game in the NFC West. Rams going on the road to play at San Francisco 49ers. The Rams are three point favorites on the road going into San Fran. The over under is 52. I don't know about you, but I, I was want no looking part of this at game. it. I was I don't trying feel good to about convince this myself to all. take the Rams. Um, I just can't really do it. I, like I said, I, I'm staying away. I, I lean the Rams. I really do. I think I don't think San Fran is as good this year. I know they're a little banged up at a couple key positions, like their wide receiver core isn't as deep as it once was. But, I mean, Jimmy G got benched last week um, for C.J. Brethard, so that's that's never a good sign. Yeah, that even um, I think Aaron Donald is just going to run train on the 49ers, but yeah, I'm staying away. I think this is gonna be. I think it's gonna be a great game. It'll be a good Sunday night football game. But yeah, I'm staying away. I yeah. I mean, I lean. I don't feel actually. I don't really feel good about the spread at all. I don't feel good about the Rams minus three here. Um, I, I lean the over in this game. Honestly, I think there's gonna be a lot of points. Um, besides Aaron Donald, we'll see how he does. He's an absolute monster. Um, but I think the 49ers are gonna find a way to score a few touchdowns on this Rams, and the Rams are. They're, they have a dynamic offense. They should be able to, they should be able to put up some points in a, um, a shorthanded 49ers defense. So I lean over, no play, and I don't feel good about yeah. either side here in the spread. Not at all. But do we have a treat on yep. Monday night? We have two Monday night games this week because of coronavirus. The Chiefs game, Chiefs and Bills game, um, got moved to Monday night. Well, I should say Monday evening. So. Happy hour game, Monday night at 5 o'clock p.m., or 5.01 officially. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs are going on the road to play the Buffalo Bills. So the Chiefs are four-point favorites. Over-under is 57.5. Connor, I, I lock know. it in. I, I just don't know four. about this game. Lock I don't. it in. Woo, all right, all right. Feeding nope. Buffalo again. Nope. We were in a press I, last week. Oh, yeah, that Tuesday night game. Coming off a loss. They lost to the Raiders last week. Um, they, that was their first loss in 14 games, which is insane. I think it, they said it was like almost a year to the day, like in terms yeah. of total days. Um, I think K- Case, Kansas City is going to regroup. Um, I think they have a significant rest advantage, as we just saw. Um, Buffalo just played – was that last night? Getting confused now. Yeah. Yeah, two, Tuesday, Tuesday night. Yeah, two, oh, Tuesday night. And the night. Chiefs two, have had yeah, quite Tuesday a bit night. of time off. I, I, I think the Chiefs are going to bounce back. The Bills' defense, which was amazing last year, has looked like trash this year. I mean, I'm sure you saw the Derrick Henry stiff arm on Josh Norman. Well, I mean, the, it's – it's yeah, I mean, it's because the Bills are – they're so shorthanded on defense. So, like, they have so many guys that are hurt. Like, when jo- Josh Norman is your corner, that's when you know something is wrong. Like, that guy sucks. He used to be good, of course, in the Panthers. He sent a big contract with the Redskins. And he was, like, good for maybe a year or two. And he's just – he's he sucks. I can't yeah, believe he's still I, in the I NFL. Agree. I, I just, but I, I know that they're shorthanded right now. I just, But I, that plays into it. I, I just don't think the, Bees, the Bills' defense is that good this year. Uh, if this news is, is true about uh, Le'Veon Bell, I think that's just another weapon for Mahomes. And I, 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 like, I like Kansas City to cover this. Not easily, but I, I like them to cover. All right, fair enough. Locking in Chiefs, four, minus four 
at the Buffalo Bills. I feel like and that's spot on half, again. I mean, I, I, I be honest, I, I, yeah, I, I kind of lean under, but I don't feel good about it. I don't know how. Um, I, I mean, I can't, I can't bet the under because I don't trust the Bills' defense as far as I can throw them. But yeah, I, I don't feel good about that. I think you're right. The number is pretty much dead on. Okay, and then the last game we got. That's it. Is there anything else in that Chiefs game? We got the minus four. All right, this is the last game we have Monday night, eight fifteen. The Cardinals are one and a half point favorites going on the road to play the Dallas Cowboys. Over under is fifty five, and as I said, the Cardinals are one and a half point favorites going into Dallas into a Dallas team that very unfortunately last week lost Dak Prescott and. Horror, horrid injury against um game last week. Horrible injury. Only wishing the best, but now they got Andy Dalton um as their quarterback. And I mean, you can't predict the future, but what an a- amazing signing by Jerry Jones picking up Andy Dalton to be the backup. Like, could you? That is, you can't have foresight. Said, obviously, you don't have foresight to know some bad's going to happen to your starting quarterback, but. People give for the Andy Cowboys Dolan a lot of crap, Dolan but free he'd probably be a starter if he was anywhere else. I mean, not anywhere else, obviously, but he... Oh, he could be a starter I mean, on a, like he, more than he, one Last team. year with the Bengals, we know how bad they were. He had zero weapons at all. With it, no A.J. Green, he had, like... I, 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 like, I like Andy Dolan. I, I think... I don't have a play in this game. I kind of lean Dallas. I think that... Not that... It, not There's no way that the Cowboys are better with Andy Dolan, but I think it's going to give them a chance to run the ball more with, with Zeke um, just because they don't have a, as, as like an explosive quarterback now and without Dak. But I, I kind of lean Dallas in this one. I do at home, especially. Uh, yeah. I mean, you, you also said that uh, we haven't talked about it, but there's some teams that are going to have, you know, have going to have fans this week. I believe the, the Bucks are okay. allowing fans in their stadium this week as well. Um, but there's some teams that are allowing fans, and the Cowboys um, have had fans the past couple weeks. Um, and again, they're playing in Dallas, so you got to take that into account. I, I, I gotta be honest, I lean the Cardinals here. I just don't see the Cowboys' defense is awful, dude. It's their over under is 55. I think the Cardinals could easily put up four touchdowns on them. They're, they're not going to stop Kyler Murray, but uh, I don't feel good about it. But I definitely, maybe if the line comes down a little bit more, I'll take the Cardinals, but. I, I just can't – I can't back the Cowboys. I don't know how Andy Dalton's going to be. Um, there's way too many question marks. I, I think it's Cardinals or nothing here. They yeah, should be – I think I they should be better favorites. Again, I don't have a real play on this. I, I, again, I, 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 I would lean to Alice, but, yeah, I mean, you definitely could see that – could definitely see um, Arizona and Kyler Murray just, like, running all over Dallas because their defense is so bad. I mean, they made they – how many points did, did Giants score last week? Yeah, way too many. Like the yeah, I mean they had a defensive touchdown as well, but they yeah they they scored a lot of points. They shouldn't have. Uh, the Giants, this, Giants this are awful. Dodger team. Who's this anybody, Bryce but... Wilson pitcher for the Braves? Killing it. Yeah, he is the the Braves. Like everyone's talked about their offense and how unbelievable yeah. their lineup is. Their pitching's been so good this postseason. I mean, if you just, I mean, obviously last last night's game was that over like, is not looking too good for me right but... now. Two runs through five innings. Yikes! Nice. And then, the, the, uh, you never know. The oh, bats can start exploding. Um. All right. Last little thing here is the that's all for football. But the line actually did come out for the Astros okay. Rays game tomorrow. 
the Astros raised up. So Blake Snell is the starting pitcher uh, for the Rays. The Braves, the, excuse me, the Raves are minus 136 on the money line. And Valdez is going for the Astros. I mean, I'm sorry. You got to take the, the, the Rays, right? Or spread it? Hmm. Minus 136. There's no spread. It's just hmm. the, the money line's out. Yeah, I. It's the game's at six o'clock. It's so. tough, man. I, I I I want to take the Rays. I do, but it's, I just think that the Astros have a ton of momentum right now. Uh, I think, think they could do it. I think, think they, they can come back. I, I, I think if they can get it to obviously, if they can get it to seven, but yeah, uh, Snell is a beast. So I don't know. What's what's the total? What's the total on? I'll probably be on the race tomorrow. Just, just the money. No, there's no total one. I, I'm looking at FanDuel. It's just the just the money line right now. I'm gonna check, look around at some other books, see what they got. But yeah. all I have is the money line for for that I don't game. Know. Six o'clock. You got some we'll baseball see. tomorrow. But, yep. And if, if I play that, or if any of us plays that, we'll tweet it out from from our uh, from our page, our all of our plays. So, um, but yeah, I think that's it for. This episode, I don't even know what episode we're technically on. I think we should call this season two. I think we did 10 episodes last. Um, that felt like years ago, but did 10 episodes before. Yeah, so the whole well, just to refresh situation. people, we'll tweet it out from the, the Twitter handle is at BTL pod 20. So any tweet that we'll be sending out will be from that account. Uh, any plays, I mean, will come from that. Yep. And we will, or I'll, um, go through this podcast and do a little bit of editing and then hopefully it should be up. I think this should be up tomorrow morning at some point. I'll upload this. And yeah, we got, we got tons of plays for, we've got a ton of plays in college football and a few in the NFL. Um, Yeah, we'll see. But I think that's that's pretty much it. That's it. Anything anything else you want to chime in? All right, guys, that's all we got. So again, follow us on Twitter at BTLPod20. That is our um, the podcast Twitter handle. All of our plays will be tweeted out there.